Are you feeling stuck today or are you unstoppable? Are you tired of creating incremental growth in your business while wanting to make quantum leaps? Well then welcome. You found the right place to be fed. This is Susan, the founder of Unstoppable Women in Business, and this podcast is for women entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, anyone who is unwaveringly focused on finding the best path to success in their business. While you're here, you're going to be asked to think differently, to get different results, to do things that are challenging, but oh, so rewarding. So come on, let's get started. Hey there, ladies. How are you doing? This is Susan from Unstoppable Women, and I am so happy you're back here. As I am recording this particular episode, we are rushing headlong into the holiday season. This week is Thanksgiving. It's the year 2020. Probably as far as I recall, the weirdest year ever. We're making some hard decisions. You know, you want to be with family during the holidays, and yet with the pandemic and things that are happening, it's just not safe. And so we're making some hard decisions. I hope you are safe. I hope you are making good decisions. And I hope next year is better. So anyway, Today we are going to talk about some fun things. We're talking about what do selling and dating have in common? And you may be thinking, Susan, you are out of your mind. But I'm telling you, I believe there is so much about these two experiences that have so much in common. We're going to kind of toss it around today. See if you agree. I'm going to give you a few tips and pointers around it. Both of them. So if you're out there dating, you might want to listen from that perspective. But if you're out there selling, this is totally for you. I truly believe that one of the biggest mistakes you can make in sales is to ask someone to buy from you before you build a relationship with them. All right. It's like asking somebody to marry you before you even know them on your first date. And that's where, you know, the pre- this whole premise around What do sales and dating have in common? Now, I see people doing this all of the time. I have it done to me all of the time. And yes, I know there's there are certain things you can sell. Like, believe me, I'm one of those people who are on Instagram and I see a product and it's, you know, 25, 50 bucks. And I'm like, ooh, that looks good. I might just check that out. Right. But there's a difference. I think there's a difference in selling a commodity, a low-end product, a lead, you know, something that will draw people and help them introduce you to, excuse me, introduce them into what you do. But if you are someone who sells high-ticket items, if you're someone who sells programs that are in the thousands, 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 or more range, there has to be a relationship that is created before you ask for the sale. It just has to be. Now, I consider myself a little bit of an expert at both of these subjects, or at at the way that I'm coming at both of these subjects today, because nearly my entire career has been spent in the sales arena. I love it. And I wouldn't want to do anything else. And it makes me so sad when I hear women business owners say that they hate to sell. It is the most intimate relationship that you can create with someone outside of, of course, you know, your 
your own personal relationships, but it's the most intimate business relationship that you can build with anyone. And it is so rewarding when you can help someone or influence someone to see things the way you see it and to actually get them to agree to the value you offer by giving you some form of compensation, mostly in money. I have been selling a long time and I love it, but I also, from the dating standpoint, I was, oh gosh, I've been on my own now for about 14 years. After a 24 year marriage, I got married super young. I was 20 and I dated my ex-husband. I hate to even call him that because we still have a great relationship. We're good friends. I love him. He is my family. But we started dating when I was 15. I didn't even know who I was. We got married at 20, like I said, and I still didn't really know who I was. Are you the same person you were when you were 20 years old? I don't think so. So anyways, we're not... We're not together anymore. And after I left the marriage, after I got divorced, man, I went into dating with a gusto. I had never done it. I mean, I had only dated him. So when I did start dating, I really went at it, kind of just the same way I do with sales. I was like going to do it. And so um, at that time, that's when it first came to my attention. I'm like, whoa, this is really a lot. You know, this whole dating process is a lot like what I do in selling. So let's start here. Let's start by talking about um, a container that we can all agree on as, as, you know, as the sales and dating world goes. So I call it the funnel. A lot of people call it the funnel. If you are an online business, your view of the funnel is a little bit more a little bit more of a marketing funnel uh, that turns into a sales funnel. And and that really is not a bad thing, you know, but I want to, today we're going to talk, we are definitely going to talk about how a funnel goes from the top. So first let's, let's picture what a funnel looks like. So you've got this big wide opening at the top and then it narrows down into a very small opening at the bottom. And if you think about pouring, you know, liquid from a really big container and trying to get into a very small hole, you got the picture. It's a funnel. If you ever did beer bongs when you were in college, that's a funnel. But anyway, you got this big opening goes down to the bottom. Now above the big opening, when you're talking about a a sales and marketing funnel, above the top of that funnel is the universe. That is everyone that's out there. And not everyone is a good fit for you. Not from a sales standpoint, not from a a dating standpoint. You got the universe. The first stage in a funnel, and this is a marketing stage, is to create awareness. So stage number one is awareness. That's what you're doing out there kind of with your social media and with different, you know, different ways, different email campaigns and such. You're just trying to get people to be aware of you. And then the next stage is what I call engagement. And that's where, oh, okay, well, I know you and you know me and kind of let's get engaged here somewhere. Let's like kind of get to know each other more. The third layer of the funnel is where you really cross over into the sales territory. Now you're going to start qualifying and anyone 
who's in sales or in dating is not going to spend a lot of time with someone until they know that they're going to be a good fit, right? So you've got some criteria. When it comes to finding your ideal client or your ideal prospect, I believe there's about 10 pieces of criteria that you want to just check and make sure there's a fit for so that you can advance them to the next stage and start spending a little bit of your resources, and your, which is time, into understanding whether or not we have a, an alignment and that we can go to the next stage where I can share with you the value. So the, the fourth stage is proposal, to propose business to them. So you start up at the top universe, you go to the next level, which is awareness, The next stage you go to is let's engage with each other and have some discourse. You eventually get down to qualify where you have a very specific criteria on whether or not you want to spend more time with this person. So you go into, if you do, you go into discovery. You get very specific around how you can connect with each other and what value you bring. And then finally, you would offer, make an offer or do a proposal. And if you're lucky, you get commitment. Now you see this like funnel is getting narrower and narrower and less and less people in it. But when you get down to the bottom of that, where you've made an offer or given a proposal and someone agrees to do business with you, that's commitment. That's the final stage. That is the ultimate. Now I'm hoping you see as we go through this funnel, how much dating does have to do with selling. If you think about online dating, which is, okay, and let's just do a disclaimer here. I know that some of you are definitely not in the dating market. You're married, happily married for a long time, but I am guessing there's probably not too many people out there who have not, or don't don't know someone who is dating, isn't aware of online dating and the mechanics of it, and could enjoy or be able to at least relate with this topic, okay? So I'm going to talk about the sales process through the eyes of online dating for a moment. So when I was out there dating, I put my profile out on a online dating site. And of course, the more I put into my profile, the more I was quote unquote selling who I was to the universe of people that were out there. So you put a picture, you put one picture, it's good. You put two pictures, three pictures, 10 pictures, you become more and more attractive. Or I don't even want to say attractive as in, oh, you're beautiful, but attractive as in, I can get to know you better by looking at your pictures. So you you write a good profile, you tell a little bit about yourself, what you like, what you don't like, and most good dating apps will kind of walk you through that process so that you complete a nice, thorough profile about who you are. In essence though, is it really who you are? Or are you selling yourself? Are you showing the best side of yourself in that dating profile and kind of leaving out the stuff that you don't really want to talk about initially? There you go. That's just like selling too. We put our business profiles together. We create an Instagram account. We create a Facebook account. We're out there, you know, showing our shiny, perfect side of us. Just like dating. We're not going to put out there, damn, I wake up in the morning and I'm not a very nice person. Well, you're not going to put out there things about your business that are not 100% the way you want them. But let's go back to this. Okay, so you've got your, your profile out there. And what 
does what's the first thing that happens if you are if you've done online dating you are probably with me in this camp somebody winks at you are you kidding me winks at you the only option you have is to wink back or i mean you could be bold enough to send a message but seriously if somebody is just going to wink at you are you going to take the time to do a whole lot more on the back you know on the, on the flip side i hate that i hate winking but in some cases it's just like um let's go to to facebook where you send a friend request well there you go that's a wink it's like hey i noticed you that's up there and that i'm awareness stage of the funnel right now how you respond to that both in the dating world as well as the selling world is going to make all the difference in whether or not you advance this relationship so in i'm going to go back to facebook if you're in facebook and you have gotten a friend request from someone who may or may not be a good fit for you do you just accept the request and move on it's kind of like a wink in the dating world mm, tepid the relationship is not going to go a whole lot farther now one of the things that it really is an option and it's i think it's a little bit better over on instagram at this point than in facebook is that you can send a dm like you can send a dm that says hey it would be nice to get to know you i noticed this about you so you start to do a little bit of research you look at the profile and you say oh this is what i see that's interesting and we've got it in common so whether you're in business or in dating research is actually what can move you from that upper stage of awareness and take you down into engagement. If you do a little bit of research with someone, look at their profile, look at their website, look at the information, and I'm talking business now, look at all that stuff that's available to you, and you find that there's something interesting that you can comment on, that you can engage with, you are starting to move that person down through the funnel into the potential of having a relationship. Now with, let's go back to dating, the old wink that doesn't do anything. There might be a DM that somebody sends that says, hey, how are you? Once again, what is that about? Like there's no effort put into that. They haven't, you know, they're not any connection whatsoever it is not going to move somebody down through the funnel so you see in order to move from the universe into awareness and finally down into engagement there has to be a little bit of effort and when you can take that effort and be able to find commonality find a place where you can make comment that is how do i want to put this you want to make a comment that is informed through research shows that you can be connected in some way and also encourages somebody to answer you back. It is almost like doing a tango or a dance of some sort where you are leading and you're getting into this rhythm of being able to put something out there with the expectation that something's going to come back. So in the dating world, I love it when a gentleman may look at my profile and see that I'm interested in certain things like for 
I am a huge movie fan. I love going to the movies. In my dating profile, I used to write a lot about what my favorite movies are and why. When someone would DM me and they'd say, I am on, I get it completely why you like that, and here's another suggestion, have you ever checked this out? Boom, now they've got my attention. I'm compelled to write them back on my opinion about what they wrote to me. So you see, in order to become engaged, not just aware, but engaged in that funnel, you've got to do a little bit of research find commonality, put it out there, and encourage, you know, say something that encourages them to write you back. So that's all marketing. Same, I mean, online dating, you're marketing yourself. You're showing your best self and you're, you're encouraging people to reach out to you. And it's a beautiful thing. But eventually, in both arenas, in both sales and in dating, you want to move into active conversation. But there's a layer. There's a layer in between the marketing aspect, which is awareness engagement, and the actual conversation where you're doing discovery and making offers. There's this layer, and I call it qualifying. And a lot of times people miss this layer. And in the beginning, when your business is small, it's not as critical. But as you grow, as you get more active, as you have more and more time pressures, let's just say, the qualifying stage of this funnel is critical. So here's how it shows up in dating. I used to call them meet and greets, right? So you spend a little bit of time getting engaged, kind of getting the feel for whether or not somebody's a good fit for you. The next stage is to have a face-to-face meeting of some sort. When COVID wasn't around, we did that in person, whether it be a coffee date or a drink or something. I always kept it to an hour or less, but you could only do so many of these in a week, right? I mean, I tried to limit it to one a day or a couple in a day. (laughs) You guys, I'm telling you, I had a lot of fun, but there's a lot of energy that's put into it. You got to get cleaned up. You got to look good. You got to find a place to go. Got to meet this person and meet this person in person. (laughs) a lot of energy that goes into this only to find out that when you first have this contact with them you're like whoa okay I'm not sure about this right so qualifying is really important in online dating you might be able to do it by having phone conversations before you even meet in person I'd call that pre-qualifying for me I need to see somebody I die before I really know whether or not they are a good fit and if I want to go on to the next stage of discovery with them. In sales, I think phone conversations are awesome. To me, Zoom or face-to-face um, virtual are ideal. There's something about being able to look at someone and read their body language and really hear their voice and understand how they respond to you that really tells you whether or not you have a good fit. But when it comes to qualifying, like I mentioned, there are certain criteria. If you've done the work around finding your ideal avatar, then you know what I mean. There's criteria that are better fits for what you do than others. And you want to make sure that you're asking questions and you're kind of getting underneath whether or not that person meets the criteria of your ideal candidate or your ideal prospect. Same with dating, right? 
I mean, there's got to be a fit. For me, there had to be a spiritual fit. Like I have very specific beliefs and I, I really wanted to be able to be with someone who shared the same visions on spirituality to a certain extent around political natures and ideas, um, family, friends. I mean, there's, there were very, very specific criteria in how I knew an ideal relationship could be established for me. Same thing happens in business. Like you, you offer a solution that's very specific and it's at a price point that's very specific. So you want to make sure you're qualifying the person before you're spending a lot of time going into conversations on whether or not this is an ideal fit for what you do. Okay, you're going down into discovery. That's the next phase of the funnel. And that is, for dating, that is when you are able to really start spending time together and discovering, asking really good questions, open-ended questions that help you hear what is important to this person. And, you know, kind of you get a, a feel for their character and whether or not they are somebody who fits. I'll give you a really good example. I was, I was born in the North. I lived in Buffalo until I was 40 years old. And then I moved down to the South. So although I've been down here a long time, sometimes you'll hear me say y'all, sometimes you'll still hear me say you guys. Um, I still have the heart of a Northerner, the, the briskness of a Northerner, right? So sometimes when I'm in the South and I'm dating and I get, I come across a true Southern gentleman, it's a bit too much for me. It just is. I, I feel like there's just a little too heavy on the, oh, I, it's just hard to put it into words. And I think, you know what I mean? Like one dude said to me one time, oh, you're just such a sweetheart. And I was like, mm, I don't know about that, but I digress. Same thing when you're selling, same thing. You really need to be able to get a good read on the person that you're with and whether or not they are someone that you can engage with and be a good fit and deliver at your highest level of value. That is so critical. Here's one thing I have to say about that. There's, there's something that I call a proximity relationship that is critical when you get to a certain stage of the sales cycle or the dating cycle. And what I, what I mean by that is there has to be a time when you can really be eyeball to eyeball, even if it's virtual, and hear someone's voice and hear their response to a specific question and have dialogue that goes back and forth before you can really understand the true connection you may or may not have with this person. So when you think about the funnel, again, from this perspective, the lower you go in the funnel, the more important it is to be in close proximity to the person that you are quote unquote vetting. So if you're up above the, you know, you're just starting at the top of the funnel and you're getting into the awareness and the engagement that can be done through social media, that can be done through posts, through emails, through, you know, kind of flat, uh, asynchronous conversation, one way conversation. 
But in order to create a true relationship, to get past the qualifying and down into that discovery mode, there comes a time when you've got to be open to showing yourself your personality and how you interact with people through video. So even in the lower edges of engagement and as you start to go into qualifying, great opportunity to use video. Facebook Lives, YouTube, webinars, even better because you have that opportunity to be off the cuff, answering questions, showing your true personality. There's just something very spontaneous about a webinar that helps to create uh, that relationship that you need to get into in order to have someone agree to spend one-on-one time with you. Proximity or being able to have that feel of being in the same place at the same time is enormous when it comes to creating a relationship. Because as you work your way down into discovery mode and in dating, I think discovery mode takes a long time. And that's actually why I don't date much anymore. Because I found that as I worked, (laughs) I know you guys are thinking I'm crazy, but as I worked my prospects down through the funnel, got to know them, did my uh, qualifying, and finally got into discovery, that was a six-month period of time for me because you do not know somebody for six months when you're dating. You know the person who's on their best behavior. You know the person who is trying to share with you the highlights of who they are. But you do not get to know the underbelly of someone until you have spent in the dating arena or experience until you you've spent six months with them and this is my experience guys so you know good better and different you may or may not agree i'm just telling you from my experience takes a lot of time let's talk about how that relates to sales i think sometimes people buy from you because you create a lot of excitement in the discovery and in the proposal phase of the consult or your offer you get them you're really good some people are super good at being able to go through a consult and create this you know picture of what life could be like you know in their future state but sometimes i think that's where buyer's remorse comes from sometimes if you ever have the situation where someone has bought from you but then does not follow through, doesn't make the payment, or becomes that that client that just is it, it doesn't go smoothly with, right? I think what you've got going on there is that infatuation stage that happens in dating is happening in your sale, and that they've gotten to know you only at the top level, but they really, really don't know you, and they get scared. And so they become reticent to continue moving on. So in order for you to overcome that in the sales experience, you have to be cognizant that you are always creating relationship. You are always moving through that phase of deepening the relationship and showing the authenticity and the trust that can be there. 
so that you will not have that buyer's remorse happen. Now in dating, there's signals that come out, right? If anybody has ever been in a situation where they've dated somebody and the infatuation phase kind of waned and all of a sudden you look at this person and you go, hmm, why didn't I see that before? (laughs) Same thing, same thing. Now, I'm not a relationship coach. I'm sure if there's any of you out there that are relationship coaches, you're probably jumping out of your seat saying, I want a, I want some input here. But we're going to have to go without that particular input today. Just know that in order to, in order to influence anyone to do anything with you, you need to be aware of where they are in that funnel and what are the right things for you to be doing to advance them to the next stage. Some of the things we talked about here today, there's a lot more to it. But since we only have 20 minutes or so together, that's all I've got for you on the funnel and how dating does relate to selling. I love this topic. If anyone would want to talk about it further, pop some comments into the uh, webpage and um, let's keep the conversation going because this is a good one. I hope everyone is doing well. Enjoy your time. Enjoy the process of creating relationship with your clients. It's an investment that you'll never regret. I hope you have an amazing week and I look forward to talking to y'all again soon. Take care. You go get them, girl. Hey there, lady. What are you doing? We need to get to know each other better. Come on over and visit me at www.unstoppablewomeninbusiness.com and check it out. I've got so much good stuff over there for you and I would love to get to know you better. So come on, come on over. Let's hang out.